listening to Transformative Coaching. This is Nina Madhok. Welcome to today's episode. Today's podcast is all about thoughts versus reality. Have you ever seen an optical illusion? Something perhaps like one of those pictures of the old woman. You look at the picture, you see an old woman. Clear as day, it's an old woman, definitely. But then you look away and someone says something to you and you look back at the picture and suddenly it magically transforms in front of your eyes. It's no longer an old woman at all. It's actually a young, attractive woman. Wait, but it's the same picture. How can the picture be two entirely different things? Well, optical illusions are really interesting. They show us that our interpretation of the outside world is not always that easy to trust. We're constantly reacting to the world around us, but there's a step before we think or speak or behave in a certain way after an event happens. Perhaps someone says something to you. That interim step is where we take that piece of information and we attribute meaning to it. We tell ourselves what we think the meaning of their behavior is. I often get people coming to me and while we're in coaching sessions, they'll raise something. My partner said this to me on Saturday. Okay, that's interesting, let's explore that. As, as we start to explore that, we understand that the reason they got so upset is because they interpreted their partner's behavior in a certain way. Now their interpretation may well have been correct, but often it's not. We filter how we take in information in the world, we attribute meaning to it, and we do that all based on our own mindset. Our own perception is colored by how we feel, how we feel globally, but also how we feel on the day, in that moment, based on perhaps events that have just preceded it. Now, it's not only people's behavior that we interpret, we place meaning and we interpret objects around us. We interpret events around us. Just think about how you're reacting perhaps now to the US elections. All of us have or seem to have a different opinion, a different view on what's going on, a different perception of what reality is. Now the difficulty is we do perceive our interpretations and thoughts to be facts. We believe them to be absolutely true. This might be very conscious, we might be very aware of this, we might explicitly say to another person, you're wrong, I know that I'm right. Or it might be subconscious and subtle. We might have attributed meaning to another person's behavior, for example, and hardly even been aware that we did attribute that meaning to it. But before we know it, we've already reacted. Consider the situation, for example, where your boss comes into your office and says to you, have you finished that PowerPoint presentation yet? Let's think about all of the ways in which you could interpret that. Perhaps you're now reading his tone and you're interpreting what his tone means. Does he seem hurried? Maybe his hurried tone and manner suggests that actually he's quite impatient with you right now. He's frustrated that he hasn't received the work yet. But perhaps there's another meaning. Perhaps he's just in a rush because he's running late for his next meeting. Perhaps he has a thousand other things on his mind and he's not really slowing down enough to consider how to say something in order to get the best reaction out of you. 
Perhaps there's an entirely different explanation for his behaviour. But before you know it, you've got all defensive. You started to think that your boss thinks that you're failing at this task. And suddenly you start rushing through trying to complete this PowerPoint to send to him immediately. And as you do, you're making all sorts of mistakes, not allowing yourself the time to be able to do the work properly. And all because you interpreted his behaviour in a particular way, even though that interpretation might not have been correct. Consider a situation that you've been in recently, where you found yourself feeling and acting in a very reactive manner. Something happened, someone said something, there was an event, you saw something. And you reacted to that situation almost immediately. Take a moment to think back. What was it that triggered you? What were your interpretations in those situations? And from that interpretation, what did it lead you to do? How did you act? How did you behave? What did you say? There are lots of examples from the work that I've done with clients in this. Now, we've been speaking here about interpreting the outside world, and it's true, we do reach automatic conclusions for a lot of things. Now, consider why we do this. Really, we do it because life is very fast. We're always bombarded with so much information and constant decisions that need to be made. If we didn't jump to conclusions, it might be very difficult to function. However, just noticing that those conclusions aren't always absolute fact can help us to not be quite as reactive as we might otherwise be. Now, we've been considering how we interpret outside events, behavior, and people's actions. But consider also how we think internally. Do you ever have absolute thoughts, for example? The absolute thought might be, I'd love to exercise but I'm just too busy. I hear this a lot from my clients. I really do want to go. I can't, I'm just too busy. It's this absolute sentence that leaves no room. I'm just too busy. There's no other way out of this. Consider what happens if we just change the wording slightly from I am too busy to I don't seem to have enough time at the moment. Perhaps there are things I can do to make some more time. Perhaps there are things that I can do so that I'm fulfilling my priorities. Suddenly our absolute conclusion, I am too busy, starts to leave a little room for maneuver. A few more options start to creep in. So the question is, how does it affect our life when we see interpretation as fact? What happens when we see our thoughts and emotions as just that? Thoughts and emotions, interpretations, and not facts. Well, it leaves us a little bit of room to decide consciously how we would like to react to the outside world, rather than living it on automatic pilot. Just reacting, just reacting, not choosing how we live our life, not choosing how we relate to other people, and not even choosing whether we feel happy or sad just like driftwood in the ocean. So what can we do to change this? Well, the first thing is just consciously stopping to acknowledge that most of what we take in through our senses that we interpret as fact is not. It's just our perception. 
It's our perception and our perception is changeable. Ask ourselves, when we're faced with a tricky situation, three other ways that that same situation can be seen. Now this might be a little bit difficult to do. Sometimes our conclusion is very absolute in our own mind. It's very difficult to see the situation and manipulate the Rubik's Cube. So it can help to create a little bit of distance and ask ourselves what we would say if a friend came to us with the same problem or if a friend came to us with the same situation. How else would we interpret it then? What questions would we ask? What gaps are there in the absolute logic that we think we've determined? And the third way is to say, what is the underlying belief in me? So when we do notice that we're reacting, we know that something's triggered us, separate out the trigger and try and identify what the absolute trigger is. Not my boss was horrible to me, he was impatient and he does not think that I'm doing a good job. Separate out what's the interpretation from the fact. My boss came into my office today and he was speaking with a hurried tone. That's all. That's the fact of the situation. Perhaps even with time you can start to question whether that is the absolute fact. Maybe it was just your perception that it was a hurried tone. And in fact he tends to be someone who speaks quite fast anyway. But separating out what can be considered almost the fact, leaves us to then question, well, what was our behaviour? And if we work backwards, what did we assume which made us react in the way that we did? So what's the underlying belief? Once we identify that underlying belief, we can start to question it and see whether there's any other way of interpreting. So why is this important? Well, it's empowering. It's empowering because it leaves us free to choose how we would like to interpret things. And this directly affects our behaviour. If we no longer interpret someone's behaviour as automatically negative, we no longer need to react quite as strongly. We give ourselves the time and space to consider how we would like to react, rather than just letting our child take over inside. <laughs>